It's been a while. Forgot oh, we're, we're on? You forgot the name of it, didn't you? PPFFLP, Parker Place Fantasy Football League Podcast. All right, what do you got to show me? What's... I mean, it's been a little bit. Yeah, we didn't do it last year. You were busy. Well, no, yeah, there's just a long line at the grocery store. Yeah? Yeah, someone in front of me just like, you know, you go to Walmart and they got like the self-checkout and everybody does that instead of like going to the cashier. Yeah. And then you finally get up and like card one doesn't work. So you're like, oh, who carries cash on them? And you're like, I don't have a check to give them. So you go to another one, you stick your card in and it's like, error, card reader malfunction. And you got to like try it again and then use a different card. I mean, I don't have that. Have that. It's just like that, but it was a full year of it happening. I don't have that happen at Walmart, but all I know oh, is it's like, always Walmart. If I'm at the gas station and it says, please see cashier, I've never once seen the cashier. No, I just I, go to a different pump. I just, yeah, I back up or pull up to the next pump. If another one doesn't work, whatever. If I'm, if I'm empty, I'm empty, you know? I've gone to a different different gas yeah. station to do that. Yeah. All right, show me what you need to show okay. me. Okay. I have, you know, we've been gone a year, so I figured there's no better way to start than I have a little present for Michael. This is part of what I was doing. Well, well I, technically, I got one for Michael. This is gonna be real good podcasting. But you're not gonna be able to see this. Am oh, I gonna? This, this video quality is gonna be terrible. Everyone can see my messy room. I didn't plan on this, but okay. Back to the gift I have for Michael. Show the camera. Oh, I, I feel like I feel like I have an idea of who's gonna be. I have it. There was a Malcolm Butler thing. I feel like since this is a fantasy podcast, this is gonna be Lamar Jackson. Not well, Lamar technically, Jackson, Lamar it is Miller. a fantasy football podcast. This is not football related. Is this my big it old is, forehead? It is sports related though. So I'll give you this and I'll explain it as as you're reading it. It is it's it's framed. It's a framed that's certificate. True. Mm, that absolutely says, correct. This hereby certifies Michael or that this hereby certifies that Joshua Thomas cannot guard Michael Canelli. One hundred percent. That is who's it signed by? Who did uh, I get it signed by? Uh James Naismith, the inventor of basketball. That's right. Yeah. Look at that knowledge right there. That you can't defute, dispute the creator of basketball. He simply cannot guard me. So he has a framed certificate that now says Joshua Thomas cannot guard him. And then I also got myself a certificate. And I'll, I'll, I'll let Michael look at this while I explain it as well. Unfortunately, not framed because I only had one frame. And I did this five minutes before he got here. It is from the Five Head Council and it hereby certifies that I do not have... A large forehead. Signed by Peyton Manning himself and Hugh. Have a, have a huge forehead. Uh, you have a huge forehead. Oh, I, <laughs> I, got got it, I got it. So, I mean, if someone knows about having a large forehead, it's Peyton Manning. And I am certified not large forehead. It says, by the power of the state of Illinois, five head council. Hereby declare Josh Gordon to not have a big forehead. I mean, it's got a stamp in everything. I don't know if you saw that, but the stamp actually has an icon in it. This is struggling. I don't know there. what the heck he's doing. I didn't say nothing. It's got a little a forehead. Yeah, I, I see it. It kind of yeah, I see it. It kind of looks like a. So that puts that to rest. I mean, the the facts and numbers say different, but that's okay. Well, on season one, actually, the facts do say this that uh, we had an impartial third judge come actually. And measured the foreheads, and it was determined that I did not have a bigger forehead. Now I just have the paper that certifies that I do not, in fact, have a large forehead. Correct. Big forehead. You don't have say. a bigger forehead. It doesn't mean you don't have a big old forehead. My forehead is adequate size. My girlfriend likes it. Mm-hmm. All right, that's so football's on. back. Uh, we had the draft on Saturday. Yes. Um, 
we're just going to be going over kind of the teams. I got the draft board up to see if there were any crazy steals or some far reaches. I've got I've got two two big takeaways from the draft. One, I was sad my boy Kyle couldn't be there. It made yeah, me cry a little very bit. Sad. Unfortunately, he was on to better things. You know, moving into an apartment. Yeah. Um, and two, MJ's the worst. Um, MJ had us going that he was gonna go Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, and Aaron Rodgers in the first three rounds, and he simply just did not do that, and it put me in a tilt. I was in a tilt all draft because MJ at number two took Jonathan Taylor, and then it was just a downward spiral from there. Yeah, basically the beginning of this draft could just be described as lies and deceit by multiple parties at hand, namely the first two of the first three picks. Yeah, bro. Tanner's like, oh, I'm I'm a Vikings fan. I'm gonna take Dalvin Cook. I'm like, all right, bet I believe Lie. you. Dalvin Cook, you know it's not a bad pick. You're a Vikings fan, whatever. He takes Austin Eckler. MJ's like, yeah, I'm gonna take Aaron Jones. You know, MJ, he's a homer. He he cares about the Packers. Um, you know, working at Chick Fil A. Uh, and he takes Jonathan Taylor, which I mean is a good pick. But it just it just threw it me. Because originally I was supposed to get Jonathan Taylor for all of a sudden I'm looking at Derrick Henry or Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, those type of guys, and I, I'm I'm full tilt. I'm getting flushed down the toilet. I don't know what's going on. So I just I I went with Derrick Henry, safe pick. I've had him last year. Something happened, and I I think I broke in. I didn't have home security at the time. Someone broke in and like stole him from me or something mid year. I don't remember. Oh, uh, that was two years ago. Um, I had Derrick Henry last year. That's right. I was at Walmart all last year, so like everything that happened that last yeah. year was, was two years ago. But yeah, yeah. as you but, can see, I was beaten and bruised from the occasion. My, I got memory loss because I got robbed so bad. But uh, everything else last year, everything else in the first round looked normal. Yeah, very as expected for a typical first round. Um, I mean, you know, if you look at the second round, I think most of it was normal too. Um, I think the only uh, thing was it was kind of like, oh, whoa, was uh, Josh Allen at the end of the second round from MJ. But you know it's MJ, so you got to expect the unexpected there. We didn't expect Josh Allen, but we did expect him to take a quarterback. We were just thinking it was going to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So the only surprise there was that it was Josh Allen, which is the better pick. Oh, it is the better pick. But, you know, we don't really expect MJ to be doing that. But, you know, he did win two years ago, so and he made it to the championship last year. I don't know about you, but if he didn't pick Josh Allen there, he probably still would have been around, like, Two rounds later. Yeah, more than likely. So, that was a pretty far-reaching, probably the furthest reach of the draft. Uh, I don't know about furthest reach of the draft, but definitely of those. Picking Josh Allen two rounds early. Or first two rounds. Hey, man, if he's your guy, get your guy. I mean, true. All right, uh, third round, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think taking Javante Williams in the middle of the third round was kind of a steal for me. Unless he, you know, it just completely switch carries with Melvin Gordon, which terrifies me and keeps me up at night. I mean, if you listen to Richie, Richie would tell you that's what's going to happen. It's not impossible. Um, and then as far as reaches go, I think George Kittle right there. That was a reach. George Kittle, to me, he's he's he has a rookie, well, not a rookie quarterback, but essentially a rookie quarterback. Um, On a team that runs with a lot of people, he does a lot of blocking. Yeah, More he blocking w- than you want out of a, a what is this, a third-round tight end. Personally, I think he's my fifth tight end. I think I'd go Mark Andrews, Cal Pitts, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, and then George Kittle. But that's just me. You saying you're not? You wouldn't take Travis Kelsey number one or the first tight end? Correct. That's crazy. I just think you know, without with Tyreek gone, it's going to change the offense. Yeah, that, that's I think I take Andrews over him. 
That's fair. Um, uh, I almost wonder if it's because Andrews and Kelsey both went at the top of the third that he then took it because he felt on his next pick all the other tight ends would be gone. Yeah, and you know what? Kyle Pitts there wouldn't have been a wouldn't have been wild, but no, I definitely think Pitts over Kelsey or Kittle. That's definitely just, the right call. That's but. that's that's just me. Yeah. Um, MJ started his three picks with running back, quarterback, tight end. Uh, it's a strategy. Uh, it's not a strategy I would use, but it's a strategy. Yeah. It's um, um, another strategy is using two of your first three picks for players on the same team. Uh, Josh, who was that? Um, uh, who was that? Was that? Don't tell me that was me. It was him. It was me. Yeah. It Oh, I did pick CD and Zeke. See, the problem is, honestly, I took ZD or CD with my second pick, and then it came back, and I needed a second running back. And the only solid one in the running back dead zone that I was comfortable taking was Zeke. Otherwise, I was going to have to wait a round or two, and Zeke, I feel like, is going to have a decent of a bounce back. I think he'll finish higher than where he's being drafted. Not necessarily in the top 10, but just. I'll get more value than where I drafted him. So I kind of felt like I had to and just had it in the back of my head that I should probably trade him away before the season starts. All right, fourth round. Fourth round, I felt like we had some reaches. Yeah, um, I think um, we had a couple. <laughs> I would say about half this round <laughs> half was of these reaches. Were, I would say the top half. Um, You know, I, I think David Montgomery's solid. I don't know. I think there was better available running backs. Right, the thing is, is like, I think it's a reach, but I also don't think Dave Montgomery gets back to him, so I can't blame him. That's true. If that was his guy and who he wanted, I don't blame him for taking it. Yeah. But you have to worry about in a future pick, he does take Antonio Gibson. So now he's got David Montgomery, Antonio Gibson. That's not exactly the best value for where he drafted them. Um, we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk we'll talk about briefly that when we get about to it. Gibson. I was going to say, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen there? I don't think he's wide receiver one. I think he, Mike Williams is wide receiver one there. He, as they say, Keenan Allen, he always gets a slice of that pie. Like He does, he's but Keenan he also Allen. always gets a, a bite of the injury bug. You know, whether That's true. It's, he did he, lacerate his kin, kidney. One yeah, year. I remember when Ryan had him, he lacerated his kidney. Josh Jacobs? Don't like that pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Zamir White's going to get his. They also have Amir Abdullah. Yeah, go, man. Nebraska great, legend Amir Abdullah. Great pass catching back. Yeah. They basically drafted people who do Josh Jacobs' role, maybe as as good as him. We don't know. And Josh Jacobs has already not been a fantastic, fancy running back. So I don't see his situation getting better with the people they signed. No, I mean, I think their offense is going to be better, but I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to necessarily benefit from that. Yeah, if anything, they signed a wide receiver, which, if anything, just means like, hey, they're going to throw the ball a little bit more with Devontae which means less work for an already crowded backfield. Oh, and did he take Devontae? No, he didn't take Devontae. No, Never no. mind. And then Cam Akers, that if Cam Akers stays healthy and it, Cam Akers' backfield, not a terrible, not terrible. It's not Cam Akers' backfield. He's not hurt. He's not healthy right now. No. He's hurt. That's the only thing is he's coming off. He had a very quick recovery, but that's not necessarily a good thing because when he came back last year towards the postseason, he did not look good at all. Yeah, McVeigh said that, you know, it's it's split backfield. It's a two-headed monster. They've got two number one running backs. Cam Akers hasn't fully been a full participant, full 100%. Daryl Henderson has, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. And the thing is, you, Cam Akers, I would say, 
probably a better running back than Daryl Henderson, which is why he got drafted so much sooner. But both of them are injury-prone so far. Cam Akers gets hurt. Daryl Henderson takes completely over. Big upside for Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson gets hurt. That's not a huge upside for Cam Akers because he already has would more likely take like the leading role. Yeah. So you could t- reach on Cam Akers, hope he stays healthy, hope, you know, great offense, a lot of opportunity, or you wait later and get potentially a much higher value out of Daryl Henderson. You just have to play that gamble, which I did, and I, spoiler, took Daryl Henderson because of that. Um, And the other, only other thing in this round that was like, whoa, is Dalton Schultz right after Kyle Pitts. Yes. Uh, I feel like Kyle Pitts is a lot better draft pick than Dalton Schultz, and they went back-to-back picks. But, you know, when tight ends go, tight ends go. Tight ends weird position. Getting Kyle Pitts in the middle of the fourth, pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm surprised that he made it that long. But I guess Kittle went ahead of him. So this is right about where Kittle should have been going maybe in the fifth. Yeah. I do not think Dalton Schultz is good enough to be going right here. He could have probably made it another round or two, if not more. But then again, it was Mom Spaghetti who drafted him. What's that supposed to mean? They're new to drafting. They don't necessarily understand that. They go, uh-oh, tight ends are getting taken. Let me take the next, next best available one. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that next best one needs to be drafted right now. That is correct. That, that's something you just learn, and you have to know with the players, and that takes a lot of work. So I don't fault them. They were just uh, kind of following along, being like, oh, everyone's taking them. Let me take one now. Yeah. All right, on to the fifth round. Uh, I started with Brees Hall from Kyle. I was talking to Kyle earlier, and he's like, yeah, Brees Hall's awful. I don't know why I took him there. <laughs> hey, um, Kyle, hit me up. <laughs> those were his words, not mine. He's, it's, I'll read you um, Text. verbatim what he said. Uh, he said, dude, Brees has been terrible. Major screw up by me. I was already nervous to take a Jacksonville and Jets running back because if you go um, back around in the fourth, he went... Uh, Travis Etienne and Brees Hall in back-to-back picks. Well, he took two major upside with two major, you know, risk, high risk, high reward picks. Yeah, especially with James Robinson being hurt and Etienne. Who knows what's going to happen when Robinson comes back? He already proved he was a workhorse and could handle, you yeah, know, a large running volume. And then Brees Hall has technically Brees not Lightning. the starter, even though everybody knows that he is. Potentially a fantastic talent, and Michael Carter is ahead of him as of now. So who knows when he's able to take over the backfield? If he takes over week one or two and is fan like good, since the Jets aren't going to be a high flying air offense, that could be a very good pick. Yeah, the Joe Flacco led Jets. Um, if you look at the rest of the round, Allen Robinson, wide receiver two for a team there, taken before players like you know Highwood Brown, T Higgins, DJ Moore. Well, it was a little bit of a stretch for me, but, you know. The only reason I did take Allen Robinson, uh, you know, he is number two on the Rams to Cooper Cup, obviously. But he was he was one of my guys, which is why I kind of reached to get him because I knew he wasn't going to come back around to me. Uh, debatable. I don't think he would have. Debatable. Uh, debatable. But I don't think he would have. So I took him. But also because Cooper Cup plays in the slot a lot. And Robert or Allen Robinson does not play that role. He's more of the deep threat target. Yeah, if you look at uh, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson's ADP is uh, 62. So that means the middle of round seven. So you were about two and a half rounds early on okay, him. Okay, maybe. 
but he was one of my guys. I wanted him. I, you know what? I respect that. You look in the sixth round. Uh, Darren Waller went in the sixth, which you know uh, I think by itself is decent value here, right at ADP. I mean, I don't love it. I don't think Darren Waller is going to have the best year. I think tight ends a lot of times rely on those touchdowns, and the biggest touchdown, best touchdown catcher in the NFL, Devontae Adams, just came there. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Melvin Gordon in the sixth was a little rough because, you know, I don't know, think he's the one there. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Terry McLaurin was a nice pick there. Uh, and Kyle took Amon Ra a little early. Yeah, that's why I was I was literally just looking at Amon Ra St. Brown at 60. If you think that Allen Robinson going at, like, 44, when Allen Robinson is a, you know, a proven wide receiver, he's done decent, if not, like, fantasy just in the NFL in general with less than spectacular quarterbacks. So now that he has a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, you know, what he can produce. Amon Ross St. Brown, though, only had, what, the last five games of the season. He was a stud, but also he had teammates that were injured, and it was also the last five games. So who's to say he continues? I, I will say, though, looking at ADP, Amon Ross went after ADP. Uh, his ADP is 54, so he's usually drafted before... Um, Allen Robinson, well before Allen Robinson, uh, Allen Robinson went around before. But hey, but if I also he's think your guy, Allen get your Robinson guy. Robinson was a bit lower just because he had some not good years with the Bears. Yeah, that's and an understatement. Everyone's very, very uh, recency bias. Allen Robinson not good recently. Amon Ra, last thing everybody remembers, he was tearing it up. But where were him? Where was he the first 12, 11 weeks of that season? That's a good point. Uh, on the seventh round, MJ took Aaron Rodgers, his second quarterback in the seventh round as Aaron Aaron Rodgers. The real MJ move. Hurts uh, right there in the in the seventh. That's a good value. Uh, I'm kind of mad at Josh Gordon for taking Cortland Sutton because I don't really know if he loved Cortland Sutton more if he's just like, mm, who's Michael going to take? Let me take him. Originally, um, I wasn't actually going to take Cortland Sutton. I had a different wide receiver. No, it was Chase. You were going to take Chase Edmonds. Yeah, I was going to take Chase Edmonds, but then I was actually talking to my girlfriend on the phone, and I was like, "Oh, who should I take?" And I was just scrolling around, and I saw Cortland Sutton like three three ranks below Chase Edmonds or so. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, they got Russell Wilson." Yeah, they do. Some would say is dangerous, Mister Unlimited. Uh, Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. So, I had a lot of faith in him. Michael also said, don't take my guy. And I saw Cortland's son, and I looked him in the eyes, and I said, this guy? And, you, you know, he wasn't like he was my guy, my guy. Like, I'm fine with Chase Edmonds there, but it was just a little like, come on, man. And then he went and took my guy two, yes. later, two picks later with Chase Edmonds. So, so it worked. Um, and then Joey Burr there. Joey Burr before Kyler Murray is uh, interesting, Mr. Edder. It is interesting. It is interesting, to say the least. And then the rest of the draft, he complained about having Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's enough to the point where he took Russell Wilson. Antonio Gibson at pick 70 for Ryan? Well, on Saturday, that was a bad pick. On Sunday, do you know what happened, Josh Gordon? Um, the running back, who was expected to start, Brian, Brian Robinson, he got shot twice. One's in the glute, one's in the lower leg. Kind of need those to run. Um, he's doing fine. He's doing okay. Um, That's stable good. condition. I believe he was released from the hospital today, and today is uh, Monday. On around eight, Ryan Ryan went back to back with Antonio Gibson and Ramondre Stevenson, two possible not starters. But you know, I think it's going to work out. I really like Ramondre as a talent, but as a rule of thumb, I don't take uh, 
Patriots running backs. Uh, I did last year because it was like the last pick of the draft, and I got what's his name, Damian Harris. Especially uh, this year with them instituting a new run blocking scheme. Uh, who knows? Oh yeah, they completely changed up their offense. That's true. Um, the rest of this draft looks. Pretty I really cool. like the Damian Pierce pick. Eh, I, just I think, think it was a little early. I think I it's. Think I think it's a starting running back, but in a really bad offense. So I was hoping he would follow me. He just looked really good in preseason and. You know, a starting running back this late in the draft is good. You make a good point. Even if it's not a great starting running back, it's still a starting running back. DeAndre Hopkins at the end of the ninth was a little, you know, or end of the eighth, sorry, was a little, uh, but you know, it is what it is, my guy. Um, on to the ninth. I talked to Kyle today, talked to him on the phone a little bit. He's like, yeah, I don't really know why I took DeAndre Hopkins. Kyle, Kyle was kind of tilted. He wasn't there. He didn't know what to do. I think it took Cordell Patterson there, so we'll see what Cordell Patterson That's the does. story of every year, though, with Kyle. Yeah, that's true. Looking at the rest of this round, I like this round. I think Devonta Smith was a steal. Round 10, uh, Cole Komet being taken the 10th was a little, oh, for me. Especially when almost everybody else already had a tight end. Yeah, he could have waited no and No one but okay. MJ doubled up on tight ends, I don't believe. Um, and even then, why? I think uh, Mom Spaghetti doubled up on tight end, yes. Uh, Mom Spaghetti did, and so did Stiff Richards. But you know what? You do you, Miss Jatter. That's true. I guess with the new ruling of being able to play the tight end in the flex, you did see some people doubling up, which kind of forces you to draft one a little earlier than you might have liked, even if everybody else already has one, just because someone might take the lawn shot tight end that could, you know, be drafted at the number nine and finish as a four. My guess is Miss Edder was looking at his team. I was like, oh no, I don't have any bears. Um, Mrs. Edder's gonna be mad at me. I need to take a bear now before there's an irrelevant one. When you look into the 11th, it's, you're taking your upside, guys. Brian Robinson right there for Josh Thomas. Was a very good pick, was very good value. Hopefully, you know, he's healthy, he comes back. Yeah. Also, Michael Carter, the starter for the Jets. Who knows how long that is, but still a starter in the 11th round running back. Upside there. You go to the 12th, and it's just, it's a lot of upside wide receivers, backup running backs, lots of those. Potentially some injured players that, once they come back, could possibly make a splash, like uh, Jamison Williams. Yeah. You look into the, Walker. You look into the 13th, and Miss Shutter's like, one bear's not enough. I'm going to take Khalil Herbert. Trey Lance and Kirk Cousins both go at the end. Trey Lance going in the 13th. I mean, Trey Lance has the potential. He can move. He can... We don't know if he can sling the ball, but he can move. But can run. He's got upside. It's cut. I'll make sure it's cut on the floor. Um, you look at the 14th. Ryan took Jamal Williams. Dog. You know, something about being on the porch. Something along those lines. I forget the exact quote. I got Daryl Henderson here, whereas if we remember... The 13th round, I got Daryl Henderson, whereas Mr. Rutter had drafted Cam Akers in the 4th at the 34th pick. Yeah, I think you had a lot better value there. Even if Cam Akers is a starter, there's way more upside to Daryl Henderson if one of them gets hurt. You're looking to the 14th. Kicker started to go. We got Tucker and Bucker off the board. Um, then on the 15th was lots of defenses, lots of kickers. We had one, two, three people that weren't kickers or defenses. Uh, Van Jefferson from MJ. Uh, me, I took James Cook. And then Robbie. Richie took who? Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. 
Um, and the 16th was, I think, a lot of the same. Lots of kickers. We kickers. had one, two, three. three. We'll call it three players that weren't. I know Ryan took Malik Willis there, but that but was that just was a little a, shout, a shout out to Shawnee. And he immediately dropped Malik Willis to pick up, I believe, uh, Greg Joseph. Uh, on the last pick of the draft, Mr. Relevant was Dearness Johnson, the running back three in Cleveland. Uh, a word from our draft. sponsors? No, not, we don't have, do we have sponsors? And we're back. What, Detour Sunglasses? Detour Sunglasses can't sponsor us? Cut that, cut that, cut that. Um, where's no, that's, that's when the sponsor role plays. Oh, is it going to be Detour Sunglasses, though? No. All right, Josh, pick just like any number, like 100 through 200. We're going to do a little drafty draft. Like a mock draft right now? Yeah, but of, of something fun, not of football. Oh, okay. Um, 147. 147. Oh, I, like. I don't know if I like that. Let me find show 147. Um, let's see. All right, we're drafting animated characters to help us in a bank heist. Okay. Uh, you want to start? Animated characters. Okay, so they just have to come from a cartoon, basically. Yeah, they have to be animated. Okay. Um, if, if I get, get the first pick, you get the next two? Correct. Uh, you can start. I already gave it to you, Josh. I, doing the kind gentlemanly thing, said no you. Uno um, reverse card. I, I actually no have an Uno reverse card in my wallet. As so. do I, so no give backs. I got two of them. Well, you started it, so I, I get said it no back. give backs. But I already gave I it. I said to no you. give backs. All right, the first one I will take Mr. Incredible. I just want someone who's got absolute beef, can brute us in and brute us out. I pick Ultron. Uh, vision from the Marvel What If when he's got the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, they have to be predominantly animated. They can't be like. Well, technically, uh, he's CGI regardless, which is animated to begin with. But even if that doesn't count, he never actually appeared in a live action show. He's only been animated, so. Take your second pick. <laughs> like, I mean, does this have to be no survivors or like. I, have I mean, to, if I can't you want to. Like, be... I gotta get in and out clean. I mean, if you want. To do that, then I mean, sure, but just know I you could have, just take like the Grim have, Reaper and just you, be like, all right, you have blood on your hands. I mean, the well, Grim I Reaper. I don't have blood on my hands. But again, it has to be the root isn't an, something animated. Yeah, like the Grim Reaper from Billy and Ben. Billy okay, and yes, Man. but that's not their root. Well, the Grim Reaper from Billy and Ben. Okay, I go Danny Phantom because he can face through walls. Okay, and your second pick? Well, that was my second pick. Who was your first pick? The Ultron. Thing? Ultron Vision. <laughs> All right, my next two picks. You're just upset because I got the best one. Are Flat Stanley, because you know Flat Stanley can be sliding in and out of the. Was things. he animated? Was he even? He yes. was a book. You, the Flat Stanley TV show. Whatever. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You took Ultron. I'll guy. give it to you. Um, and then I will take, I'll take Dash from The Incredibles. I'm going double up on The Incredibles. Speed. We give him the money. He's gone. You got The Incredibles stack. Yep. Are All we right. just doing three? No, we're doing four. Okay. So you got two more. So I got, you know, the all-powerful being, basically. But, you know, maybe he's a bit bored or something. He doesn't care about money. And I've got Danny Phantom, who can literally just face through walls. I need to make it easier than face through walls. I need someone with mind control. So I can just, like, zip, give me the money. Okay, I'll just shoot from the head. I'll go the Avatar. Which Master one? of all four elements. Which one? Which one? Aang. Yeah, that's a bad pick. Well, which one would be better? Korra. Korra's significantly better bender. Aang. All right, I mean, it's a bad pick. Korra was better. Aang. 
long. I feel like Katara wouldn't even better because she could just bloodbend everybody. That's messed up though. You wanted you said you'd kill people. Well, yeah. All right, pick one more. Let's go. At least I'm killing them and ending it. I'm not like immobilizing and then that's messed up. Uh, final answer, final pick. I had it and I just forgot it because you're ridiculing me about my uh. Oh, it was bad pick. Bad pick. Jake the dog. All right, my last. You pick. don't know who Jake the dog is? Yes, Finn the oh, Human and Jake the Dog. Yeah. Adventure Time. Why Jake the dog? Because he could well, be. Well, he he one great time. He's funny. He's stretchy. He's a great time. He got the dog in him. Literally, he's a dog. Uh, he's stretchy. He can do. He can. Flat Stanley can slip under the door. Jake can slip under the door, and then he can make himself into a a big old big old bag and stuff all the money in them and then i can wear him like a backpack or something um my last person in my bank heist to help me is the fall guy from fall guys so he could be our fall guy we're moving on so we'll start with ryan's team elk call yeah kirk cousins is your quarterback one is you know he, he's he'll be decent but he's not going to be a top five quarterback i don't think he unless he throws for five thousand and fifty which I just don't see happening from Kirk Cousins. You like that? Although um, I think he's a very solid quarterback, and he's enough to get the job done as long as he got value in places where he would have otherwise had to draft a top-tier quarterback. So he did get him in the later rounds. I don't mind it as, at all. The only problem I think we have with it is the people he took in place of one of those top-tier tight end, or top-tier quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got really good wide receivers. That's his strength. Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, DeVitt. Michael Pittman. Devonta Smith. Those are four good, solid wide receivers. But when it comes to running backs, he... Oh, uh, I mean, DeAndre Swift, dog. Good. Cody Devon, dog. Adrian Dennis, dog. Antonio Gibson now is a much better pick. Yeah. David Montgomery, he's, he's going to get his. Bears looked... I'll say, I'll say this. Justin Fields, he looked real good. The only thing is they have Khalil Herbert, who also... He's real good, but you know what? He'll get his. Yeah. Uh, he also got Kareem Hunt, you know, who's not... He's probably one of the best, like, backups... He is. ...in the league. He's he's not even a backup. He's... he's RB2. Much like A.J. Dillon is not a backup. Yeah. He's like RB1B. Yeah. The only um, thing is... Tight end, Dawson Knox, you know. He's going to be one of the most high-powered offenses in football. You kind of just got to hope uh, offense that scores more means there's more trickle-down to these players. Okay, Reagan. That is true. That trickle-down economics did not work. So, sorry, Ryan. Dawson Knox is going to be shit. All right. Uh, then you look at Greg Joseph. Um, we don't care about kickers. Well, I don't care about kickers. Um, they're irrelevant and should not be in fantasy football. Um, I think it's just structured poorly. It's a debate for another time, but we could add different incentives to get them more points to make them more valuable. Uh, kickers that kick from further away should get more points, or we could give kickers points for just attempting further field goals. If we want to keep kickers, I'm also okay with completely getting rid of them because they don't matter at all. Um, this podcast is officially anti-kicker, and you know me, I love me some kickers. Kickers, fantastic real-life players, super important. Um, for fantasy football, I am extremely. Unless it's Justin Tucker, I don't care. Uh, I'm anti-kicker. Uh, defenses, you know, they're kind of the same. You stream, de I stream defenses. I stream defenses based on matchups. Uh, Whoever's got the best you, matchup. You go and look at my team. I don't have a kicker or defense yet. And I'll pick one up before September. I'll pick one up on September 7th and we'll be fine. Yeah. My, my team name is uh, Guido's Pit Stop. Uh, if you're familiar with the car series, uh, Guido is that one dude who's got, does the real, he's got like the, <laughs> he's a little French or Italian. I don't know. 
And it is a real fast pit stop. It's Italian. It's Italian, that's what I thought. A Guido is slang for like an Italian oh, person. Oh, yeah. And all the people, all the other pit stop people are like, oh my goodness. So a Guido's pit stops. All right. Uh, Being impartial that it, this is your team and everything, I have to say this team does look like shit and it's not going to do well at all. Uh, all right. That, Kyle Pitts, who is at Chase Edmonds, hasn't been relevant ever. Clyde Edwards Alaire, three names really. That's not enough. You can't just do two. Joe Mixon beats people. Enough said. Kenneth Gainwall, who names their child Kenneth. Kenneth Walker, again, who names their child Kenneth three times in a row. Alan Lazard, more like I look like a lizard. What? Where do you have Ezekiel on your team? Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel is a biblical name. Are you going to disparage the Bible right now? Uh, No, the Bible's awesome. But if you're going to slander Joe Mixon, you got to do the same thing for Zeke. Yes, but Zeke's on my team and Joe Mixing on is on yours. That's, that's, that's a good difference. Point. That's a difference. Um, all I know is looking at my team, we're winning the championship. We're going sixteen and now. Uh, on to Mom Spaghetti, Maria and Maggie. You know what? Not they got bad. Good starters. I will say that they have good starters. I do like the upside on some of these people. Adam Thielen always gets his slice of the pie at the beginning of the year. I got a Thielen. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, moving on. Cut uh, that. Oh, Ryan Cut that hit drivers. Um, I was going to say back on Mom Spaghetti, they do have Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Which is a strategy. Which is, I mean, two very good quarterbacks. If someone's number one goes down, there's always trade capital. They That's could work true. something out. They do have Dak. And if Zeke goes down, you know, Tony Pollard, not bad. Dog. Absolutely. He got that dog in him. On to Kyle's team. Ryan can't hit drivers, which he indeed cannot hit drivers. Uh, Tom Brady, he's got a team from last year. Uh, Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Brandon Cooks, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins. Sus. They were all on his team last year, I believe. Uh, so he said, run it back like Saquon. Because it worked out so well for him last year. Yeah, so well, Kyle. Um, so great decision making. Uh, Great decision make. This man gets the first pick every year, takes Christian McCaffrey, and it burns him. I don't. I. Oh yeah, Christian McCaffrey too. Christian McCaffrey last year. Yeah, I just that? don't know. Uh, twice, twice their age, Mr. Dan Eder himself. Uh, he he's got Joe to Burrow. Take Joe Burrow well earlier than I think he should have. Uh, he's running back one, fantastic. Alvin Kamara, ghost. Not gonna be suspended for also beating a woman. Um, it was not a woman. It was another dude. Uh, they got in a bar fight. And cut that, cut that, Alvin cut that. Kamara, oh another goodness. another person who beats other people. I he will kinda, say he does have Debo and Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. I don't like, I'm not a fan of the wide receiver running back stack, even though I have two of them on my team, I know. Uh, he also has Cam Akers and Cooper Cup, Again, so there's that stack. And then he also has Sky Moore and Juju, so there's the... Two wide receivers for the Chiefs. Wow, he uh, be really put himself the pop- in the box, huh? Don't forget, he also has Kamara and Jarvis Landry. <laughs> wow, he's got like three different teams on his team. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he said, I only know three teams and I'll pick from them. But if you look at his running backs, Alvin Kamara, great. Don't forget, he also has the Khalil Herbert Cole Komet stack as well. <laughs> but I don't know who his uh, running back two is. Uh, Ken Makers, he's in a complete timeshare. Uh, Khalil Herbert's backup. Uh, Elijah Mitchell... He's good. He, if he's healthy, he's good. But also, but, it is the Kyle Shanahan running offense, and who it's knows? It's just a curse. Uh, and, and then if you look at Miles Sanders, I think Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott are going to do a lot of Miles damage. Miles Sanders should have positive touchdown regression. He literally had zero last year. Should. Should have touchdown regression. He just needs one. Exactly. 
So he should if he doesn't. On to Josh Thomas. All right, on to Josh uh, Thomas. Josh Thomas, he's, you know, Trey Lance, he's ride or die with Trey Lance. If he doesn't have Trey Lance, he's going to pick up probably Derek Carr and hope for the best. Yeah, there's uh, really good qu quarterbacks still out there, so I don't mind the Trey Lance I'll at all. Say he's got good running backs. Saquon, Connor, Najee, Pierce. I'm very upset he took he took almost all the court running backs I wanted. He took. He took Saquon. That was one of the guys I was targeting. Pierce, I was targeting him. His wide receivers, I don't love. I don't think he, I mean... Rashad Bateman's the one, uh, but other than that, I don't think he has a one in a good offense. I know he's pretty high on Darnell Mooney. Yeah, but it's it's one in a not-so-great offense. Keenan Allen, I think, is a two in a really good offense. T. Higgins is a two in a really good offense. Elijah Moore is a one in a 1.5 in a good in a decent offense, not-so-great offense. Perhaps Rondale I, Moore, I, Rondale Moore will be, will be dropped. I might have three. to propose a trade with him because he has not great wide receivers, and I do, and I he has great running back depth, and I don't. That's true. Maybe we'll work something out with him. I was looking at him. Not his team, just at him. Oh, yeah, he got, he's cute. He got very nice big lips. <sighs> All right, I'll, I'll let you uh, you talk about your team. Yeah, easy as ABCD is my team for the week. Shut up, Michael. It makes sense. I've got Herbert, Elliot, Derrick Henry, Mike Williams, C.D. Lamb. I'm just going to cut your mic. You say I'm not talking about your phone, the recording device either. Zach Ertz, Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Daryl Henderson, Anthony Madison. Who? That's not... Daryl Henderson, Alexander Madison, mm. said it right the first time, Rashad Penny, Tyler Boyd, Chris Olave, Robert Woods, Young Waku, and the 49ers defense. I only took the 49ers defense because they play the Bears first. Sorry. Um, I, uh, you talk win. about the team stacks. We got Zeke Elliott and CeeDee Lamb. We have Derrick Henry and Robert Woods. Uh, do you only have four running backs? Yes. No, you've got five. Wait, I've got Henry, Elliot, Zeke. Hen oh, Henderson, Madison, You only have Rashad two starting running backs? Yeah. Two? Yeah. That's what happened. What happened? Yeah, what happened? Was that I had to go running back wide receiver first. I actually could have had another running back, but I had to avoid the stack, so I didn't take him. And then I figured later in the draft, I have good wide receiver depth. And I could either take a solid wide receiver or take a meh running back. So I went, you know, I'll take the good wide receiver then having to take a meh running back. And that's kind of why... I have so many decent wide receivers and some all, mostly backup running backs because I was like, oh, I can get a running back on a not good team. I can take Cam Akers or I can take uh, like C.D. Lamb. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take C.D. Lamb instead. Yeah, I also think Rashad Penny is a current starter. Maybe yeah, it's just that he is, you know, COVID and already got hurt once in training camp. I don't like him, but with Ken Walker getting hernia surgery he is the undoubted starter and main snap carrier um, so it is kenneth walker. kenneth walker you shorten if you take half of kenneth away what do you get yes but he prefers kenneth on to heckler in the crowd so Tanner's i mean team. he has covid and he got hurt and then kenneth walker had a hernia so yeah tanner uh, Tanner, i i think he is projected right now as the best team which I mean, never really matters with these projections, but he does have a very solid team, so it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he's got Hurts, good upside running quarterback. Eckler, Chubb. Yeah, two great running backs. Devontae and McLaurin, two really good receivers. Dallas Goddard, 
Jalen, he's got the Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard connection. Uh, and he's got Tyler Bass's kicker. But remember, kickers do not matter. Not really at all. I don't love some of his bench players, but, I mean, he does have, like, Isaiah Spillers, Amir White. He's got Drake London, which has big upside, but he had rookie wide receivers usually don't flourish until the end of the season. So that's tough. Michael Thomas, who knows his if he's going to return to the Michael Thomas or not. Yeah. And then he's got Gus Edwards and Michael Gallup, who are both the out Gus right Bus? now. Yeah. So if something were to happen to one of his starting players early on in the season, that puts him in a very tight position. Yeah. Um, Richie, if you want to look at starting running backs, that man barely has two. Uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Very good. Very good. But then his running back, too. Josh Jacobs, who was probably not a three-down back. And then Melvin Gordon, who was Melvin Gordon, and Ronald Jones, who I very well say, might get cut. It's not a good sign when two of your – how many running backs does he have? One, two. Does he only have four running backs? He only has four running backs. When half of your running backs might not be on a team by the end of the year, that's a bad sign. Who's the other one? Who, who do you think I'm talking about? I mean, Ronald Jones might get cut. Yeah. Ron, Ron Jones might get cut now, but if Javante, if Melvin Gordon doesn't do well and then Javante does really well. They're not going to get rid of him. I don't know what his contract situation is, but. He just signed, like, I think a one-year extension. Yeah. They're not oh. going to get rid of him. Oh, he just signed a one. Okay, so he's back for at least next year. If it was, like, a one-year from now. Well, I'm just saying, when half your running backs, A, are most likely not the starter, and B, a fourth of them most likely won't even be on the team. Yeah, it's tough. Let alone Josh Jacobs, by the end of the year, might also not be the starter. This is true. I just so. said one and a half starters. And who knows, A.J. Dillon, A.J. Dillon could take over. And then he also decides to go second quarterback, except that second quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo, who might also not be the starter. Well, he's not the starter. Oh, yeah, well, Trey Lance is the starter. He picked up Jimmy Garoppolo today. I don't know why he did it. He saw the Jimmy it Garoppolo. It says breaking news. Hold on. Let me he, click he on this. He signed a one-year contract. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, one-year extension, no trade clause, which means he chooses who he gets to pick, chooses if he gets traded to. He says, yes, I want to go there. No, I don't want to go there and because he got no trade interest. If we remember, he took George Kittle over Kyle Pitts, and then he said, you know what? One tight end is not enough. Let me take another. Mike Gesicki. Yeah. Um, but if you really want to look at not having many running backs, um, well, you know what? I take that back. MJ also has four. Jonathan Taylor, who's really, really good. And his running back two is AJ Dillon, who, you know what? He is good. I don't love his running back two, but hey. Um, but in If those- Aaron Jones gets hurt, he has tremendous upside, and he is one of the top backs. Like, he is in that tier with, did yeah. we say Cream Hunt? Yeah. Yeah, that, was, that is a running back 1B, not a running back 2. But, you know, if they only score one touchdown, that means only one of the running backs can get the touchdown. And who's it going to be? This is true. It's more likely to be Jones because he um, is the main running back. Let's see. But let's just say um, on the weeks that Jonathan Taylor have has a bye week or AJ. Oh, Lord. Jonathan Taylor and AJ Dillon have the, the same, same bye week, Make, which means in week 14, which I believe is the first week of the playoffs. MJ's current projected running backs for that week would be Chuba Hubbard and Raheem Mostert. Which neither of them, Raheem could possibly be the starter, although it's most it's Chase Edmonds, but Raheem could still play a role in the offense. 
Chubba Hubbard's the backup to McCaffrey, but if McCaffrey's anything like the last two years, uh, Chubba Hubbard will be the starter. Oh, Deontay Foreman? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he he has four running backs, and one of them is a third stringer. One of them's the RB2. The we're, t- we're talking about Chubba Hubbard, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, He's third stringer. Let me just double check. Deontay, Raheem Mostert's Let me just double two. check that Deontay Foreman is indeed on and the uh, Carolina Panthers. A.J. Dillon's 1B. Uh, so he only he has truly on one starting running back. Given it is Jonathan Taylor, but they also he's having a reduced workload this year, so it's very, very possible he's not gonna finish where he got drafted at the second spot. And then if you look at his wide receivers, um, AJ Brown, good, solid receiver, especially on the Eagles. I really like him this year. Um, AJ Amari Cooper, um, he's got Jacoby Brisket throwing in the ball. Uh, yeah. Romeo Dubs is a late round run wide receiver. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro's not bad. He'll he'll get his. Uh, he's question mark. Where he'll finish is more of a question mark. But he's he a decent have production. Baseline. And then Jalen Waddle, he's a two, but he's also really good. He's a very good number two. He also has Mecole Hardman, which are has a very crowded wide receiver room in Kansas City. They lost Tyreek Hill to take the top off the defense. So who knows what's gonna happen there? But in years past, it was not Mecole Hardman. It was not. Oh, he's got a good tight end. He's got Mark Andrews. That'll help him. Um, and then Justin Tucker, who's the only kicker that matters even a little bit, but still, kickers do not matter. Hashtag. He also no has the, the Rams defense. Who, he has the Rams defense, who's going against Buffalo Week One. Buffalo, yeah, which is so not how you want to start the great. season. I, unless you got the Legion of Boom or the Patriots defense from what like two years ago, one year, two ago, three years ago, something like that. Where I think Kyle they had were just interception and fumble machines and they were getting like two interceptions a game there's no reason to take like you just take defenses purely based on schedule and you don't want to take the one that's going against the highest power offense in the league all i want to say is the two teams that we hated the most and shit on the most were the two in the uh, championship game last year fantasy is a fickle mistress yes as you know some teams get blessed by the injury bug more than others some teams get blessed by a very easy schedule and some teams called MJs get blessed by both. All right, this has been your draft recap podcast and the Parker Place Fantasy Football League podcast. Join us after week 1 and I dominate. Oh, we didn't go over the matchups for week <laughs> 1. Hold uh, on. Stop the presses. Quick quick uh quick, I got it real quick. Okay, Michael goes against Richie. That's going to be an easy, easy win dub. for Michael. Unless someone catastrophic, see it. So I don't know. Okay, Ex- unless what? Catastrophic. Hey, I don't know. I'm talking fast. We're moving quick. This is Parker Place Fantasy Football Podcast. We don't hear to no rules. Okay, then we also have Mom Spaghetti Maggie Maria versus Ryan El Call. Um, that I feel like Maggie and Maria could win this. Twice their age versus Walgreens. I'm going twice their age. Uh, Big Brown Sugar versus Ryan Can't Hit Drivers. Big Brown Sugar. Easy as ABCD, heckler in the crowd. This is really tough because obviously it's me and I love my team, but also I think Tanner has a, just a, a very nasty Tanner's team. Win. Right now he's projected to win, so I'm going to have to just go with that. Signing off.